Hey there, I'm Nanzea, and this is Market Scale Grow, a podcast created for ambitious teacherpreneurs looking to have a bigger impact on the world, achieve freedom, flexibility, and ultimately make more money. With weekly strategy sessions and inspiring stories from fellow teachers just like you, my goal here is to help you create a customized marketing strategy so you can grow your teacher business beyond your wildest dreams. Okay, so before we hop into the episode, I just want to remind you to download my free guide to Facebook targeting audiences. It has been created specifically for teacher business owners, and I go through the warm, lookalike, and cold interest-based audiences that you need to have set up to be running Facebook and Instagram ads. There are checklists and brainstorming pages so that you know you have everything. But as an exciting special, I'm opening up some audience audit calls where you can hop on to a 15-minute Zoom call with me and you'll get my eyes on your audiences so that you can make sure not only you have all the audiences, but they truly are perfect for your business. So head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash audience audit to book your free audience audit call today. Okay, now into the episode. Hello, Holly. How are you doing today? I'm so good. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to chat with you today. Um, So why don't you start by telling people a little bit who you are and what you do, who you work with, and then we can jump in talking about systems and taking back your time in your business. Yes. It's always, people always ask me this question at the beginning of a podcast and I'm like, how do you explain like your life in one minute? But, um, my name is Holly. I am in Columbus, Ohio, and my goal is to really help female entrepreneurs build businesses online, but I do it through very simple systems and strategy. And that is doable on a part-time schedule because what I have found is that most business owners have very little time to actually work on their business. So if you're like me, I started my business when I was working full-time and just for fun, it was also in the middle of the pandemic. And so there wasn't a lot of time to do all the things that we're learning on podcasts and workshops. And so it starts to get overwhelming. And so I really created this method that I teach to help you scale on a schedule that works for you. And so for me, what that looked like was sometimes I had an hour a day, sometimes I had two hours a day and that was it. Like that's all I had. And so it's really being intentional with your vision and your mission and coming up with systems and processes that's going to allow you to get your business done so that you can go have a life, right? Like I always say, design your life first, and then your business can fit into that instead of vice versa. I love that. And you really made it work on those short hours. Yeah, I had to though. People are like, is that for real? Like, does that really happen? And I was like, well, I didn't really have a choice, right? So um, actually one of my favorite books is there's no plan B for your a game. And so in this scenario that I was in, like, I knew that eventually I wanted to leave my corporate job. And so I was like, okay, I can like completely burn myself out and just work all the time. Or I can come up with a way where I'm able to enjoy the process of building a business and do it in a way that, you know, our family is on board and it works with my full-time job. And then we'll sort of go from there. So 
there, to me, there wasn't a plan B. This was, this was the plan. We had to figure it out. So is there like a secret to making these short hours work? My secret? Um, you know, I think you have to have, and I know everyone hears it a lot, but you have to have like the vision of what you want first. Um, because if you only have an hour a day, sometimes that hour is going to be, you know, at 5.00 AM or at eight o'clock at night. And it's probably not the most convenient time, especially at the beginning when you're really trying to set the foundation of your business. And so it's got to be your why and your mission and what you're doing has to be something that is strong enough to like make you get out of bed in the morning (laughs) or make you want to like turn off Netflix for just a minute, right? Like I'm not advocating we work 24 hours a day, but you've got to have something that is driving you. And I share that mine was during the pandemic, I was obviously working my corporate job from home and I had the chance to be able to put my kids on the bus and get them off. And it sounds really silly, but I had never done that before. They were in kindergarten before, and they were, this was the first year they were riding the bus. And I was like, well, I want to be the parent that gets to do both. Like I want to put them on the bus and get them off the bus, but I couldn't do that in my corporate job. And so it's like, okay, well, what, what do I have to do to like make the bus stop dream come to life? Maybe it's starting a side hustle. Maybe it's negotiating with your boss, like whatever that is. But like, that's what drove me of like, well, how do I figure that out? And then you come up with another one, right? And then you're like, well, how do I figure that out? And so you've got to figure out what that thing is that's going to keep you going when you're not going to want to go. Cause we all have days where we're not motivated. Yes. I love that. Um, so how do you figure out if you just have that hour of time, how do you figure out what to do in that hour? Yeah. So I think obviously it depends on your business. Um, it also depends on what your goals are, right? So it's not a one size fits all answer. Um, I would say if it's at the beginning of your business, I like to think of how can I establish myself as an authoritative figure in my space, right? So if you're like, you're brand new, or maybe you're just getting started, like, how do you how do you set yourself up so that people know who you are and what you do? And there's, you know, a ton of different ways that you can do that, whether it be through creating content or being guests on podcasts, but you really at the beginning have to set that foundation of like creating yourself as an expert and an authoritative figure in the area that you're in. And so there's like all different ways that you can go, but like, what are you an expert in? What do you want to be the authority in? And then how do you share that? And so for me, it was, okay, most of that comes from content, right? Like how do you share on the internet? You have to create content or you have to create some place, some home base for people to hang out. And so those were the first couple of steps that I would take. And I would always set what I call business hours. So as an example, I was working full time. My kids were in school. My business hours were always most of the time in the morning. So it's like seven to eight in the morning. I'm going to, that's my time, right? It's not my time to scroll. It's not my time to like order birthday presents or make the grocery list. Like it's the time where I'm going to work on my business. And my number one mission at the beginning was how do I set myself up as an authoritative figure? And for me, that was creating a podcast, but for others, it might be different. But every single day, Monday through Friday from, you know, six to 7 a.m., That's what I was working on. So you have to have a little bit of discipline 
around when are you going to work and what does that look like? Mm-hmm. And I know you talk about like theme days. So mm-hmm. how do you work theme days into these, this schedule and helping you show up in like, and do all of those different things that allow you to have this cohesive business, if you will. Yeah. So if you're like me, you probably listen to a ton of podcasts and you get a ton of emails of like all the different things that you should do in your business. And you're like, Oh my God, how am I going to fit all this in? Especially when you have a million other things going on. And so I was like, okay, I've set this time aside where I'm going to work on my business, but I also have uh, shiny object syndrome where I'm like, oh, I should do this or, oh, I should do that. And so I created this like super simple strategy where I just created a theme for each day. So because at the beginning, I feel like content is very important, I would just create a content day. And so I knew when I woke up on Tuesday morning, as an example, I was going to write content because it was content day. So I wasn't like scrolling through a journal or a Trello board or something being like, Oh my God, what am I going to do today? I only have an hour to work and like panic. I was like, Nope, it's Tuesday. It's content day. I'm writing content. So I would dig in and I would write as much content as I could in one hour. And then I would create other themes based on whatever was going on um, in our business. So like I give the example, I had a client who um, really didn't want to be on social media And so we were talking about Pinterest and I was like, well, just make Wednesday Pinterest day and just do as much as you can in one hour on Pinterest or make Thursday email day where you're figuring out like what your email strategy is and you're writing emails. And so you can create themes. For me, I tend to use the same same things every single week. So I always know Tuesday's content day. Today's Wednesday is podcast day. Like I'm always doing the same things over and over and over again, which is easy because it's just set in stone now in my head, but I'm not switching back and forth between tasks, right? Like I'm not going from how do I set up an email list to, oh my gosh, I need to film a reel because I know that, hey, Tuesday's content day, Wednesday's podcast day, and they kind of all flows together. So I just use my planning each week to set the themes um, of what I want to get done. That like these buckets in your brain, yeah. You don't like the, the, the switching of tasks and the losing time multitasking and um, just knowing exactly what you need to do allows for that hour. It sounds like to just be fully productive instead of yeah, like, oh, yeah. And it, there, I mean, there's theories behind it, right? So it's, it's called context switching, but like, if you're going, we were joking, like we have 800 tabs open, <laughs> but like right before this interview, I was actually writing um, podcast episodes. And I had 45 minutes since my last meeting. And I wrote three episodes in 45 minutes, which is three weeks worth of content Mm. in 45 minutes. But it's because I wasn't looking at anything else. I was only focused on writing the podcast episodes. And so if you can turn everything else off and use the themes to help you set those boundaries, it just makes business, I think so much easier. And when you get to the point where you're like, oh, I really need to learn Pinterest or I really need to make this real. You can then just make a note and say, hey, well, you know, Wednesday's Pinterest day or Tuesday's content day. And so you know that you have time in your schedule later on to get to the things that are most important. Well, that would like give your brain a break instead of keeping mm-hmm. this like running to-do list or whatever. Yeah. Or, I mean, I use a sauna now, so it's not in my brain, but sometimes that yeah. looks like so long and you're just like, no, that can go to Wednesday because that's 
Wednesdays. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, I think I always say like, you know, you go to bed at night and you're like, oh my God, I have so much to do. But in reality, you know, you could probably get two or three things done in an hour, but if they're all related to the same um, theme or content, you're going to get more done faster. Right. So I always say like, maybe you have two days where you're writing content, but you're going to have all your content done for like the whole week. And you're not going to have to think about it again until the next week, which is going to give you a break and help you focus on something else the next day. Well, and content such, you already said this, but like such a huge part of an online business that it could make sense to have two full days, those two hours just dedicated to making sure you have all the content you need. Yeah. I would say, especially at the beginning, um, it's really important, obviously, to write content going back to just it, like, how do you establish yourself as an authoritative figure in your space? Well, you have to share content. Um, and so sometimes you might have three content days because you're so new and you're just like, I just got to like keep pushing it out. And then maybe you have, you know, like a website day or an email day. And so you can you can switch it around based on where you're at in your business and like what that looks like. So I, I would say at the beginning, I would have a lot more content days. Now I only have one, but I also have like a team day on Friday or a podcast day on Wednesday. Um, my favorite day is CEO day. I always save one day where I don't really have a theme and it's just like catching up or planning. Um, if you're working full time, I would say CEO days like really helps you get rid of this. I call it the Sunday scaries Mm. where you're like panicking that you have so much to do on Monday. And you're like, how in the world am I going to run a business and get to all these meetings? And so I would very strategically move everything away from Monday. So I just had like white space to think and plan on Mondays. Mm, I really like that. How do these theme days impact your business long-term? Well, I mean, I started my business in January of 2020. I still use theme days to this day. Um, And I always say consistency trumps talent. And I truly believe that if you show up, let's just pretend that you have two content days every week. If you show up for a whole year with two content days every week, like long-term, you're going to be, you're going to establish yourself as that authoritative figure in your space. Um, I have not missed creating themes or business hours for almost three years. So I can tell you that the consistency of having a really simple, easy schedule, that's not hard to figure out, um, definitely is going to help keep you accountable as opposed to having a to-do list of like a hundred things. And then you wake up and you're like, I don't know what to do. Um, and then you get overwhelmed and then you don't do it. And then it just keeps like, it's like a, a, you know, you're on a hamster wheel and you can't get off. Um, so keeping a a super simple strategy, I think long-term is the strategy that you want to have. Mm -hmm. I love the idea of consistency over time because it does, it really builds. It's like a snowball. It just like starts out tiny and all of a sudden you're like, it's spinning out of control down the hill and I can't stop it. Yeah. But that's the momentum, right? I mean, we can use podcasting as an example, like at the beginning, maybe you have like 10 downloads and then you get 50 and then it's like this like super slow roll. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, like 500 people listen to my episode today, but it's slow over time, but it's consistent because, you know, it's two episodes every week for two years. Like it's not, there's not like a secret sauce. And I think that's what people want to hear, but the secret sauce is actually showing up and being consistent in what you're doing. Cause most people will not. 
Okay. So then another important question, aligning these theme days to your business priorities. How Mm -hmm. do you recommend going about that? Because you can sit here all day and say like, have two content days, but if for whatever reason, that's not a goal of mine. But yeah. Where, where do we well, Content's not your goal. I would question. Um, <laughs> that was a terrible example. Is. Yeah. <laughs> We're recording because my I podcast. really do think I, and it doesn't have to be social media content, but I really do think like, if you have a business, there has to be some way that you're putting yourself out there. So you have to think about, is it social media? Is it podcasting? Is it speaking in events? Like how are people getting to know you? that would be my first priority is like, where are people finding you? Where are your clients hanging out? And like, how are you getting yourself there? Mm-hmm. That should be a theme day. So it, if it's, it should be writing content for something. Um, that was a then terrible other, example. It was a terrible. No, no, no. Example. It's a good example. <laughs> um, the other things that I like to think about are um, maybe email for me is a super um, big pillar, right? And I, I think it should be for most businesses. So I always tend to have like an email or like a backend systems day. Um, I mentioned CEO day. So I like to have a CEO day where I don't have a theme and it's a day for me to catch up that is in the middle of the week and not the weekend so that you don't have the Sunday scaries. Um, And then there are other things that you, as you grow that you can add in, like maybe it's a client care day where you're just, you're like, I tend to do all my client calls on certain days of the week because I don't want to switch between like podcast interview, client call. Like it's just, it's different. You have to be in a different frame of mind. Um, So it could be client care. It could be financials. It could be backend systems. It really depends on your business, but the whole goal of themes is that they're easy to pull out because you, you know, like when you look at your to-do list, like they're going to fit in different categories and then you can take that category and make it a theme. Mm. I was talking about, it's a little bit like the content pillars. I was talking to a client mm-hmm. about this yesterday of brainstorm a bunch of content that you could write like blog post titles or ideas. And then you'll start to naturally see what your content pillars are, which will hopefully add more ideas to the the ones you already came up with. But it sounds like the same mm-hmm. thing. If you have your to-do list, you group things together, you can find yep. things that, that make sense to go together. Um, and like we already said, release that brain power of trying to do everything every day. Yeah. It's, it's magical. Like just try it for one week. I'm super curious what you guys think. Hmm. And I am um, what, like a month ago now, I saw you present at a summit and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm all in. I got your CEO day kit and I joined the Crush the Rush club, little promo yeah. for her club here. Um, and so I've actually been using the theme days since then. And um, my work time is after my kids go to bed at 930. Yeah. And often my brain is just like mush. And so there's was previously times where I just like, I can't, like, I can't think of something to do, but now I have just these buckets and I can just, when my brain is functioning, add things to the list so that when I'm, when I'm tired and I don't want to have to like brainstorm ideas, I can just like pull it out. So it is really helpful from like a user point of view as well. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. The cool part is, is we actually made the whole C I call my theme days and my method CEO week. And we made the whole thing free. So you can just go to my website, hollymarahaines.com forward slash CEO week. And you can see like how to create the theme days, how to set your business hours. I give you examples of different types of businesses. Um, 
but yeah, it's, it's really life-changing. And like I said, I do it for everything. Like I create like Saturdays are family theme days. Sundays are planning theme days. Like even if you don't have a business, you know, you can create theme days for like, okay, I'm going to like clean my house today. Or maybe my CEO day is like, I'm not going to work and I'm going to do something for myself. And so it is very, very flexible. Um, one thing you did mention though, and I talk about it in CEO week is figuring out where your energy levels are. Mm. So I am a ridiculously crazy morning person. Like I joke that like after four o'clock, my brain just like turns off. I, I just can't think. Um, but it's cause I get up really early. So for me working at nine 30 at night would never, never work. Like it, nothing would happen. Um, so I think it's really interesting. You know, you read all these books about like, you have to get up at 5.00 AM and you have to, you know, set an alarm for whatever. But I think it's when you look at setting your business hours, set them in a way where you actually have the energy to focus for an hour. And that might feel like super awkward and weird at first, because it may be that you have to change some things around, or it may be that your days are structured a little bit differently. Or I even have some clients who work full time and they're like, I just can't fit it in during the week. And so I'm like, well, I'm not, you, you can work on Saturday, right? Like it's your business. <laughs> so I'm not, it doesn't have to be Monday through Friday. So don't work Monday through Friday and then work two hours on Saturday and two hours on Sunday. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just like flipping the model and really thinking about like, well, how is this going to work? Sometimes for me, Saturday mornings from like six to 8 AM are the most productive days of the week because my kids are sleeping and it's quiet and I can just like be super creative, but for some people that would never work. And yeah. so I think it's looking at your energy levels and like what works for you and your family and figuring out when the best time is. And you said like six to eight, my kids are also sleeping, but the idea of me waking up at six o'clock <laughs> is like, right. sounds horrible, but like Friday night might be your time, right? Like mm-hmm. when they go to bed and you're like, Oh, I can sleep in on Saturday morning. Like maybe Friday night's like, and you can make it fun. Like I love getting up on Saturday mornings when everyone's sleeping and like, I've got a blanket and a tea and I'm like being creative. <laughs> so yeah, it's weird, but you got to find the time that, that aligns with where you are most productive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's, it is interesting how it like differs from person to person. Um, yeah. Well, thank you so much. You shared about the CEO week with us. So I yeah. will make sure that that's linked in the description lost my words there, but in the description (laughs) and, um, how can people find you? Yeah. So I would actually encourage everyone to go and design their own CEO week. So you could just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash CEO week. It's totally free. It's five days. I literally walk you through like how to design your business hours, what theme days will work for you. I check in with you. You can leave comments. Um, So you can go there. I also have a podcast called Crush the Rush, where I talk a lot about um, business strategy and productivity and just sort of how we've um, built business differently, I think. Um, And then I usually hang out on Instagram, which is Holly underscore Marie underscore Haynes. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's inspiring story. If you'd like to share your story with us, then head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash 
journey and complete the quick application form. Then head to our community at marketscalegrow.com forward slash community so you can join our group of inspiring teacherpreneurs who are working on growing and scaling their businesses too. See you soon.